It's the Life After High School Podcast. Pat, buddy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, buddy. No problem. Anytime. I appreciate your time. Yeah, for sure. So, explain to me, kind of, we'll start off here. What was your transition like from high school to Canada right now? Oh, to Um, Let me think here. So, kind of when I was was in high school, like, you know, like, obviously, picking your classes, trying to figure out what you want to do. I was kind of... uh, at the time, man, I was just focused on having fun in high school. Right. Um, I was just like, I was really focused on working out. Um, I was playing a lot of sports too, so yeah. I obviously I enjoyed doing that. So, um, not that I put my education on the back burner, but it wasn't like a main, a main priority, or priority for me at the time, right? So, um, you know, I had a few ideas, you know, possibly what I could, what I could do. Yeah. Um, I also thought about, you know, what I was good at. Um, Realized that I was really, you know, extroverted. I was a people person, so that kind of helped in my favor. But um, I honestly didn't really know what I wanted to do, man. So I kind of, um, I went with my what my parents were saying, like going to a trade. Um, <laughs> and like looking back on it now, I realized that I mean that's the obviously it's a lot different from what I am doing now, right? Yeah. Um, but I think you know, so I went into Cameron. I just did like, I think I did like a month of electrical. Really? And I was like, fuck this, man. I don't want to do this shit. Like, nice. um, you know, looking back, it's a great job. So, you know, I'd be great doing, making great money, but I don't think it would be something that I want to do, right? Um, so, yeah, I did that. And then I ended up switching into a fitness program at Cameron's, uh, just Flubu. I'm sure you heard of it. It's, it's like a. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, okay. um, I did that and I realized I was like, man, I really, I don't, I don't think this is for me, right? So, I took a year off. And then I heard about this program in North Bay where it's kind of like tailored around like Olympic weightlifting. Nice. Uh, which is something that was totally new to me. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll check this out. So went in there and I, I'd heard about the opportunity that I could go to Ireland and get my degree straight through this year. Yeah, so that was like, so I was okay. like, man, that caught my That's attention, you know? So I was like, man, like this would be a great opportunity. So I did that, um, met some of my best buddies. Like I think these guys are standing by wedding, man. Like these guys are my best yeah. buddies. So nice. like, That's awesome. Um, yeah, man, it was just great. So I ended up taking two years there, and then I ended up going to Ireland. Nice. Um, so it was four months there, and I had to get into an internship afterwards. Um, so yeah, man, while I was there, I learned so much about strength and conditioning, and then more or less training athletes. Um, and then, yeah, here I am now, and then that's how you and I kind of got reconnected, just through the gym and stuff. So Yeah, it's a sweet, sweet um, gym. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So, nice. Yeah, so that was basically like... Um, Kind of just give you a quick summary. Yeah, so like I, I got into strength and conditioning, um, got in contact with Mitch because like Mitch Gagne, yeah. um, former UFC fighter. So shout out to him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if he watches. I know he's gonna watch yeah, Corey. Yeah, gonna watch Corey. So I know he's gonna watch this one. Cool man. Uh, yeah, so I got in contact with Mitch um, uh, just through actually my mom works with his mother-in-law. But anyway, so got in contact with him. Um, he was like, yeah, man, I'd love to have you on board. So we got. Uh, I can't remember if we Skype called or something or whatever. We, I called nice. him, whatever. I hit him up and I was like, "Hey, man, like, uh, a strength conditioning student. I hear you have a facility. Obviously, I'm familiar with who you are. Um, you know, I'd love to come work for you." So he's like, "Yeah, man, we'll try it out." So uh, I came in, man. It was intimidating as fuck. Like meeting him for the first time, I was just yeah, like, he's a, "He's a personality, dude." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man. so uh, yeah, I met him and. Then, uh, Literally, man, within like the first two weeks, he like pulled me aside. He's like, dude, like you're killing this, man. Nice. Um, and he's like, I'd love to have you on board. He's like, I want to start you off small right now just because, uh, you know, the business is growing, right? Mm-hmm. We started off in that basement yeah. on Elm Street. So I, I, have you ever seen the, uh, the old I've gym? seen photos and videos, but yeah. never inside the photos and videos seem like that's, yeah. you don't need more than that. Man, when I first came in, I was like, it was like probably two of these rooms. Like wow. it was a tiny gym, right? So I was like, okay, like trying to get a feel for it. but. So, obviously I went to school to train athletes, right? And like, mm-hmm. like he kind of explained that like the clientele was basically 50-50, right? So like mm-hmm. I had, so you know, we deal with a lot of athletes, um, like Tyler Bertuzzi, yeah. which was awesome working with him, nice. super yeah. nice guy. Um, but yeah, so it's like half our clients are, you know, athletes and half are everyday mm-hmm. individuals, you know, just looking to, uh, looking for something different as opposed to like personal training. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you, you kind of get that vibe. Like, I don't know if you've ever been with another trainer, but it's like strength and conditioning as a whole. And that's one thing I want people to understand is it, it is a lot different than just personal training, right? Right. Um, so yeah, I'll start, so yeah, I started working with the clients. Um, he's like, man, you're doing a great job. Love to have you on board. 
and then we moved to this new facility where you, you know he combines troop inspired yeah, and it's just like yeah yeah i love it yeah it's easy. so yeah and that's kind of where i'm at now man like nice. it just it it almost um i didn't think i honestly never thought i'd be working with like mma fighters and mm -hmm. uh you know training athletes that i do go to train and even the clients that uh, that aren't athletes, man. Yeah. Like, everyone's such like the atmosphere at that gym. Um, it's just great energy, man, and it's it's contagious. And I I look forward to going in every day. It's not a burden for me, and it doesn't really feel like a job. It's more or less like like I'll put in a twelve hour day, and it's like, man, I could go. It's like that was dope. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can go for another few hours. Like, this is awesome. You know? Yeah, you seem to be. One thing I noticed, especially with you, mm -hmm. is you don't seem to have bad days and you don't seem to have good days. You seem to always have a great consistent day. Mm -hmm. Like there's never on Tuesday, you're not like not quite there. Mm -hmm. And then Thursdays you're like really into it or yeah, vice yeah. versa. Like you don't seem fatigued or anything. Like, yep. I get you later in the day. Yeah. I'm like, man, Pat's on it. Like yeah, you know, yeah. you're running like four different people around and yep. it's tricky. How do you find it? Cause there are like half hour segments, but mm -hmm. segments are, but there isn't, Everyone seems to interchange, yep. right? Because they have that half hour, like five to five thirty, five thirty yep. to six, six to six thirty. Mm -hmm. But all three of those people could be working out at the exact same time. Yep. Do you like how do you manage that like, personally when you have that challenge? Um, honestly, man, when I first started, I think it was uh, I was worried because I didn't want to like I wanted the quality of service to be the same yeah. across the board, right? Like I didn't want anybody to feel like they were they weren't getting the same energy that they would get as if you know, they work with me in the morning or if it's the end of my 10 hour shift, right? Like it's, um, and kind of just managing, um, as many people cause uh, like the max we'll have is four right within that hour. Yeah. yeah. And I think Mitch did a really great job at developing that, that flow to it. Right. So like someone that would take on a new client for the first month or so, we're very, you know, make sure that they feel comfortable, but understand how our dynamic works. Yeah. Understand that, you know, everybody's getting overseen, but like I would feel comfortable like you and I have been working together for a few yeah. months, right? So I would feel comfortable. It's like, okay, I know you know how to execute this this yeah. lift properly. So if I have to turn my head for a sec, just keep an eye on another client. I know yeah. you're comfortable doing that. And that's what he wanted to develop, right? Right. He wanted everybody to feel comfortable and essentially just build an environment where uh, people can see, or people are feel comfortable knowing that we're there to overshadow, but at the same yeah. time, I'm okay doing one thing on my own and Pat's okay. not like, or Troy or Mitch is not like overlooking me the whole time. Yeah. Right? You're overshadowing without micromanaging. Exactly. Right? Right. Exactly. I like, yeah. that. I like that approach to it. Yeah. It seems to be like being in it so far. I love it. Like I only train, like I don't, I only lift weights. This is going to be shocking <laughs> for everybody only twice a week. And yet I feel like, like it's like five days. Right. Week, right? Hey, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People like, Hey, you get added meat on you. I'm like, oh. Dude, I'm noticing it. Like, so like, one day, one day, one day, man. Squeeze my sleeves a year. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. But it's, I'll notice that and I'll hear these things. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I don't, I've never felt stronger. And I've lifted, like, because in college, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? You'll understand this where you just, when you don't know, you're just like, the more you do it, the better you must become at it. Absolutely, yeah. And that's just like the foundation thought process, I believe, for most people of that age, mm -hmm. where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just. I'll just do a bunch of deadlifts, heavy bench squat, try to go PR every day. And then yeah. you're like, why am I not getting bigger and stronger? Yeah. But like now with all that, it's like lifting weights only twice a week. And then on top of all the, uh, well, you don't want to do so much cardio. It's like jujitsu is pretty much all heart rate. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. So doing all that and still adding size mm -hmm. and strength is still, I never thought it could be done, but you guys are doing it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah it's, no impressive. it's really impressive. So uh, would you say you chose strength and conditioning as a career path, mm -hmm. say career path? Yep. Um, because of your, like just your habits or your extrovert abilities or yep. just your love for the um, training? That's a good question. Uh, it's, th it's tough, man, because I think, you know, I some days I do, I see that as a hobby, right? Yeah. It's just like, I love doing this. It's like, uh, but I think just even in the last, like, few months or so just seeing how much like inspired like our business has grown right um and i say our business because i think like mitch and troy like we, we have such a good like relationship man like it's yeah. like like i consider mitch one of my, my best buddies right and it's like i wouldn't even um consider him as, him as a boss like right. he hates me he's like don't call me your boss man like that's yeah you know what i mean imagine. um but i think that you know uh, there's times where i, I think of it as a hobby yeah but I think now I see the potential and how much value I can offer. Cause at the end of the day, man, it's like, 
I don't think what I, not that I undervalue what I'm offering, but I think that it's like, for me, it's just something I'm so used to, right? Right. So it's like, man, these people are paying, you know, a good amount of money for what I have to offer. And it's mm -hmm. like, I'm like, I'm only 23 years old. Right. I mean, I'm fresh out of school, but that's, that's one thing that I, that I talked to, uh, when I was talking to Troy about it, it's like, you know, a lot of guys coming out of school, like whether it's, you know, kinesiology or something in that like human kinetics field, um, we're lacking a lot of the experience, right? in the application mm -hmm. of applying that with individuals. And I'm very, yeah, I'm very lucky to be able to do that. Like right out of the get go, right? Like mm -hmm. as soon as I finished my degree, I was on to an internship and I was working with like guys like Troy, you know, 20 years experience, yeah. worked with, you know, numerous professional athletes. Right. The guy's freaking great, man. And then Mitch, like Mitch fighting in the OC, his fight career, um, him yeah. working with like, like traveling the world, like working with some of the top strength and conditioning mm -hmm. coaches and being able to bring that back here. And then I was just picking, I was just soaking everything in like yeah. a sponge, right? It's an overload of knowledge that they both have. And yeah. I think they're also very, like I'll, me I'll mention one comment to Troy about a lift that I did or how I'm feeling and he'll give me 20 minutes worth of like some saying, feedback right? about it. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So I can imagine how you must feel being in there surrounded by them every day. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. all that knowledge. Exactly. And I think, um, um, yeah, I just think that as, as a career path, I never thought that I could make this something where I could, mm -hmm. you know, be able to provide for my family or whatever, whatever it may be. But I think that, uh, the direction we're heading in, cause I feel like, and you know, some people may disagree, but, uh, especially Northern Ontario, really lacking athletic development. Um, like you go down south, man. You go to the states, man. It's like yeah. they have a strength and conditioning class in high school. They have a strength and conditioning coach that's his full time job wow. to work in a high school, work with the team, show because it's a science, man. It's not like right. I'm just gonna throw you in the weight room and you're gonna get better, like yeah. a little better. But there's a lot more optimal way to do it, right? And they have like weight room class in high school or whatever, which is yeah, strength and conditioning, man. Like it's you know. Yeah, they got guys with PhDs coming in and teaching these kids how to properly uh -huh. lift and developing athletes. That's why, I mean, the States is far superior with us in sports, right? Yeah. They start younger. Exactly. They start better. Like, they laid that brick perfectly before they build the rest of the house. Exactly, man. Exactly. And I think, uh, sorry, I just keep going off topic. No, like, going. It's good. Um, with, yeah, like, as a career path, I never realized how much of an impact I can make, at least here in Sudbury. Yeah. Um, and I think... I think from like a hockey base, like Sudbury's obviously really well because we're yeah. northern from the city. But I think like the MMA uh, community, like uh, baseball is going a little bit more, but just so many different sports that strength and conditioning is literally would benefit so much more to these sports. And I think that myself and the guys in Inspire would be able to essentially just develop that or develop that uh, community base and develop that. Um, just the right way to do it for athletes, right? Because I think I really think that is lacking in the north, mm -hmm. and I think that uh, I'm, if I'm able to do that as my career for the rest of my life, it's like, hey man, it's not a bad, yeah, it's not, not a bad gig at all. So, <clears throat> so then, what habits or like tendencies do you have that you believe? Because you're right, you don't have that twenty plus years of experience, right? Yep. Or that like experience that Mitch has. But what do you have? Like, what habits do you bring to the table that makes you different and unique? That help people achieve their goals and stuff. Um, honestly, man, I think that it's uh, the the fact that I'm always like constantly learning. Yeah, I'm, I am fresh out of school. Like when I came out of school, man, I was like, "Fuck, I know it all." You know yeah. what I mean? Like I had that. Like I was like, I love it. "Man, like yeah. I just, you know, I just got my bachelor uh, bachelor science strength conditioning. Like I fucking I know nothing, man." And like literally a week being into that into the gym, I was like, I was humbled like crazy, right? And I think the fact that I'm always constantly learning. Like literally I go home from a 10 hour day, man, and I'm doing research like before I go to bed, right? Nice. I'm looking up like uh, articles from uh, the NFCA and I'm constantly just trying to learn stuff so that I can apply that at the gym. And I think that a lot of, not that a lot of people aren't willing to do that, but I think that it's, um, that's what sets us besides, or that's what kind of makes us uh, and inspired, like the fact that we're, we're constantly wanting to learn. Right. So eventually like in the future, like, everyone's going to want to come to us. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what, uh, just my initiative to do so. And, and, but like Troy and Mitch think too, like they're always constantly learning. Like yeah. we're always talking about new things and new, uh, new research that's coming mm -hmm. out. And I think that, um, that just kind of sets me ahead cause I'm willing to like put in that work that right. not saying that others won't, but I, I think that's, uh, especially in this field, it's, uh, around here it is lacking. So yeah, it's but, nice to have your, 
your open mind, excuse me, about coming out of school, when you're young enough that you're able to apply everything and learn a bunch of this information, yep. that's just being passed down and now you're just flooding everybody with it. And, yeah, I was exactly. like, and like, I'm benefiting from it. Yep. As well as like a lot of other people, which is one thing that I try when I do like talk to people about like weights and where I train, like, man, you lift and like, you know, back to what we said, like, yep. we're, like looking stronger, like we're performing better. Yep. And it's, it's an testament to you guys and the way you've designed your whole program. Right. And it's like, you won't, I don't, excuse me, geez. <coughs> so I won't have, like, I don't need to train six days a week to mm-hmm. get certain numbers in terms of weightlifting at this. But the strength and conditioning, I think what I try to tell people also, like from my perspective of Inspired is if they don't, cause people's main excuse, the one that I at least like, I'm gonna ask you in a second, what excuse you hear the most, but oh, I don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. Right, obviously motivation, discipline, they come in later, but he yep. was like, oh, I don't have enough time. It's like, twice a week, yeah. for an hour. Yeah, if you think that most, that's an hour from getting to the gym, like all like 10 to six, I, or like five to six, I start, and then I'm done at like seven-ish. That's if I like take my time and like yeah. talk with you guys as we go. Yeah. So yeah, those are just kind of what, like tendencies I see with the excuse of there's not enough time mm-hmm. to work out. It's like, you know how much time you really need. Right. And that's the thing too, I think, like you said, motivation is a huge part of that. And I think, you know, some of our like clients that do come, um, you know, we, we offer, like we offer so much, but I think a lot of people just need that motivation factor. And that's where like yeah. a, um, a coach comes in and it's great to, to tell you, it's like, no, you're going to do this. Right. And just keeping yeah. you accountable. Right. <laughs> like, uh, some days, man, it's like, you don't want to do those fucking <laughs> farmer carries, man. Air curls, <laughs> right? shit, like, but like, are you sure, Pat? Yeah, well, exactly. But I think like motivation obviously is a, a big factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but just people using the excuse for not having enough time. It's like I think people in 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 the beginning they don't realize because they don't see the the, the change right away. Right. Um, but I think that they don't understand how much it's going to better your life in other areas and like mm-hmm. other aspects of your life. Right. Like I think. Um, you know, just making that small amount of time for yourself on a weekly basis. Like you said, like you're in there two hours uh, with me every week and yeah. you're doing jits and stuff, like, but you enjoy it, right? But for someone who doesn't necessarily enjoy the gym, I think they just haven't uh, really just got the, the feel for it yet to understand how, how one, how good it's gonna make them feel and then uh, how much it's gonna better their life in, in other aspects, mm-hmm. like I said, right? So I think uh, motivation does come down to it, but it's it's a habit, man. Like once you make it a habit, yeah. it's like, dude, it's it's nothing for you. Right? So easy once you look, to have it. Exactly, and yeah. you'll look forward to it, man. And I think, uh, you know, like understanding how how much it can benefit your life in other areas, like just yeah. be more energized, man. Like I find, you know what I mean. Like if you're more energized, man, like your your family life's gonna be better. You're gonna want to want to do more things with your family. You're right. you're gonna be more eager to learn other things, man. It's just. Uh, and stuff outside the weight room, and it, it really tests like your character as well, right? Like I'll tell you, like, yeah. like the other day, you're like, man, I want, I want to do these. Um, I think we're doing like surgery periods or some shit. Yeah, I can do. <laughs> but I was like, man, like, um, it it shows character, man. Like there's there's some guys that I get in there, and it's like, fuck, man, these guys hustle, man. Like, I got a guy, um, I don't know, can we say names on here and stuff. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I got a guy, uh, Tyler Shaw, man. I started working with him. He was a, yeah, he's a beast, dude. Like the guy's fucking <laughs> insane, man. Um, and just his story, man. It's like some days he'll come in, and I could tell, um, you know, because he's dealt with a lot of health issues and whatnot. But I could tell he's not feeling it. But that guy fucking puts it in, man. He doesn't yeah. care like how he's feeling. He's like, I'm gonna put in the work. I'm gonna oh, do yeah. what's laid out for today. It might not be the best my performance I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna get it done, man. So. And I think that's, uh, and having his energy feeds off to a lot of other people in the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, you should come work out in the morning when you say, man, it's, it's pretty fucking nice. sweet. So, okay. um, but yeah, so nice. Yeah. I find with, like, I, I understand what you mean with the energy. I'm trying to, I find from when I show up, that's like my downtime. Yep. My downtime of the day is lifting weights with you watching. <laughs> it's like, it's intimidating, but it's also relieving because mm-hmm. I know. I know it's not that bad. I look forward to it. I don't ever have the attitude that some people have. It's like, oh, I have to go work out. Like, you don't have to. Yeah. I was like, I don't gotta work out. I get to work out. Right. Exactly. You know? And like, 
uh, like lifting weights is fun. Yeah. You know, I see the benefit and uh, to your testament <clears throat> with the energy and making like your whole life mm -hmm. better. I have more energy to do jujitsu, yeah. which if I didn't weight lift, I would have no, I would have less energy for jujitsu. Right. I would get home, I'd be exhausted. And then that would carry over to the next day. And right. then it would only add up and tax myself more. Mm -hmm. But putting in that extra hour at most, once like tw two hours a week mm -hmm. has made such a difference in terms of just energy and then recovery and like just- That's huge, yeah. Right, because then you're able to not just in the gym, but like you said, in life you're able to look and I find myself having more energy to do like little things like yep. reading, playing guitar and like all that other stuff, like researching for this instead of like, I gotta record, I've prepared two questions. Yeah, yeah just building habits, yeah. Yeah, essentially what more it is, right? Motivation. Yeah. You're more inspired. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for that one for a while. Mm. I'm like, all right, Hannah, I want to try. I see your video on Instagram there with yeah. the, uh, fuck, we were talking. Oh, we were talking. Yeah. We had a conversation. I'm just being grateful. And you're like, I was inspired. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, throwing it. I was like, that'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sure. like, anyone who watches this who knows exactly what I'm talking about, they'll understand. Yeah. That's funny. So, <laughs> switching gears a bit, how do you specialize your programs mm. um, between women and men? if they each have similar goals. So, okay, so that's one thing. Like, um, a lot of, like, training a woman is, it's not like training a smaller man. There's a lot of different ways that we have to train that, right? Um, for example, like, women, um, essentially they're gonna have, so like, say for you and I, like, we just finished a big strength block, right? Uh, they crush that. So, uh, we just finished a big strength block, right? So, yeah. like, uh, typically with the, with men, we're probably, um, Essentially, more fast switch muscle fiber, yeah. right? So, like, we're gonna have the ability to our um, the difference between our one rep max and like our five rep max is gonna be not substantial, yeah. but it's gonna be different. Like, yeah, if your right. your one rep max being a hundred percent, you know, you can hit. Let's say with a uh, if we were just doing one set of five or testing your five rep max, you're probably looking at that like eighty five to ninety percent, right? Whereas a woman is gonna have her one rep max is gonna be a lot closer to what she can do with her rep work, if that makes sense. So, like. Say for yeah. example, we're doing like a three by 10 with a girl on bench press or something right at like 70%, that weight is gonna be closer to her one rep max, right? So that's something we have to take okay. into consideration. Um, also, also Troy made a bunch of great videos on like women in their menstrual cycle. I don't know if you watched any of those, um, but he made like a five part series how that affects their, their energy yeah. and what, uh, what block of training they should focus on within those times, whatever they're in their cycle. Um, is that on like YouTube, uh, Facebook? It's on YouTube. You put it on Facebook too. I mean, you have to ask me about it more. I haven't really uh, dived into it. It's too not much. an inspired thing, though. Right? It's a Troy thing. Uh, no, it should be on the Spotify. Yeah, it should be on Spotify for sure. Um, Interesting, though. Yeah. But that's and that's one thing. Uh, kind of just going off topic there. I think, uh, well, with with trainers and whatnot, like that's where a strength and conditioning co coach comes into play, right? Like you guys are going to come in and do the work. You're just going to do what we told you to do, right? right. It's our job to whatever your goal may be, like for you, you're trying to get stronger, for jiu-jitsu, you're trying to get yeah. more explosive, right? Mm -hmm. All the re all the schooling and the education, the knowledge that we built up, and you just have to execute the work. Exactly. Right? It's, um, good. it's good teamwork. Exactly, man, and I think, um, like for example, like when we were talking, because every time, like when you and I are training, I like to make it almost like a lesson so that you're learning as we go, right? I like that, and you, I feel you know that I like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I think, you know, a lot of the clients enjoy that, that I do that is I explain why we're doing certain things. Like I remember I had a client, for example, we were doing, uh, we we're doing a strength block and I had him doing a 10 by three. He's like, why the fuck are we doing 10 sets of three? I was like, okay, look at it like this, right? So I was like, I understand. You know what I mean? Like he was just like, man, I'm going to go in the gym. I'm just going to do like sets of 10 or 12 on bench, right? So look at it like this, right? So say we were, you were doing a three by 10 with like 70% of your one rep max. Okay. So you're gonna have three sets where you're, where you're gonna start from a rest state, right? So we do your first set, whatever, we break 60 to 90 seconds. Yeah. We do your second, same thing, we do your third. Right. If we're doing 10 sets of three, we're essentially getting 10 starts from a rest, like a rest position, right? So like right. we've did our first set, rest for two minutes, three minutes, whatever, and we're doing that 10 times. So you're gonna be able to produce more output with the 10 sets of three, thus allowing you to do train at heavier loads, right? Nice. So we can work at that, like with the 10 by three, work anywhere from like 85%. Mm -hmm. um, we, can in, we can essentially do more sets, exerting more power 
that way, right? Yeah. The total volume is the same. We're still doing right. 30 repetitions with that three by 10, but you're working with a lot of heavier loads and you're getting 10 starts with that weight yeah. at a higher intensity. So if you're trying to focus on strength, so a lot of people don't understand that. Like, yeah, I can just, if I just want to put you in the gym and just kill you that day, but we're not getting any benefit from that workout. Yeah. You're not getting stronger. I'm just fatiguing you, man. Yeah. You might put on a little bit of size over the months and we just keep doing that, but mm -hmm. essentially you're going to burn out. Like when I talked to you about the other day about that, uh, that super compensation. Yeah. When we looked at the graph. Yeah. So like I, for example, we did a six week block. I increase the demand on your body for yeah. that six weeks. And then I get you to deload for a week so that when you go back to performing again, boom, you're going to be stronger. You explained that to uh, one of your clients. Uh, I think it was Mel. She was in the, uh, um, she was in the recovery room Friday when I was in there and okay. then I was explaining, she, we were talking with, about, uh, like her running and her motivation for it. And then I was telling her like similar to jujitsu, except my motivation's there. Right. Like I want to strangle people, but I also want that it's, it, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. And, <laughs> but I was saying, I was like, but my body is at a point where I've pushed it in terms of weights and then like I'll increase the amount of times I do jujitsu leading up to a tournament right. and then I try to keep that right. after the tournament, right? Because right. you go and I like four hard matches at a tournament yep. and then I'll show up Sunday mm. and do another like six, ten rounds right. of drill and whatnot and then do it again Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and then do it again and I'm not deloading so I was kind of explaining that which you guys are right. I was like, preach your video. I was like, man, you have to come down the same amount that you went up or else you can't increase. There's some along those lines. It, you said it better. Right? <laughs> you gotta look at it, man, where it's like, we can't just keep asking our body to do more, right? Like I can't just keep increasing the demand. There's gonna get to a point where your body's just gonna fatigue, your performance mm -hmm. gonna start going down. Um, I'm actually dropping a video about it this week, so nice. stay for like that one. My poor one says, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like cross promotion, dude. right? <laughs> but, uh, like, essentially, like, um, we're increasing demand on your body to a certain point where we need to, where then we're gonna get to a point where your performance is gonna start declining, yeah. right? So that's when we have to pull back, let your body resensitize, and then boom, you're gonna ideally, if that block of training went well, yeah. you're essentially gonna be that much stronger or that much more explosive, whatever block it was. And yeah, then, hence the deloading. Exactly, right. man. And like when I talked to you the other day, I was like, let me know what matches you're planning on doing for next year, so I can periodize yeah. it, because a lot of the old school mentality was that I gotta work into the ground, man. And there's so many, uh, there's so many like studies debunking this, right? Like I can't just keep asking to do more on your body. Mm -hmm. You're gonna burn out. So essentially, um, and that's where a strength and conditioning coach comes into play, where we can optimize or essentially build your program based off when your tournament is, or tournament is. Uh, so say it's an eight week time, so we run a six week block or a seven week block, whatever it is. And then I tailor all your training back so that when you go to perform on that eight week, man, you're gonna be much stronger. Or ideally, like I said, if the block went well, you're gonna be a little bit stronger than you were right. when we first started eight weeks ago, right? Yeah. And that becomes so, to the and that comes down at the end of the day, right, to the communication between the athlete yep. first and the trainer. Exactly. Because if you don't, and in my case, I was lifting my like what the four by twos or four by threes, whatever it was. I think we, yeah, we were working at like a three by two or yeah. something. <laughs> so. We're working the three by twos. I was doing that leading up to my Sault Ste. Marie tournament. Right. So I was doing three sets to like squats, like or deadlifts, pushing like yep. close to 300. Yep. And I was like, fuck, okay. And then going up and having to compete that weekend was kind of, it was a lot. But then at the same time in those scenarios, it's tough because it's not, you don't, you try not, like this year I'll focus more on planning ahead when I'm gonna compete right. and save and like budget it, mm -hmm. budget it both financially and physically yep. and tax my body that way and find out when I want to compete. But I found with some tournaments this year, they're like, yeah, I'll go. It's just kind of, they're kind of impulsive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like, all right, this is the reason, this is why I'm going to go. Like the one in the suit, I was supposed, I was going to do provincials and not the one in the suit. Right, okay. But <clears throat> the one in the suit was, <laughs> it was for every five people that registered, you get a hotel room for, I didn't pay for my hotel room. Right. Right. I paid for a meal and 70 bucks to do both Gi and no gi, and I got three matches. I would have had four. The euphoria. <laughs> you think he's gonna watch this one? Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, you I'm guys just, closed that out, man. That was fun. Yeah, yeah was, his match was. Fuck, I was so amped up. I was like, oh, I was, he would like take him down. There's this guy like Nicky Rodriguez, who's a uh, insane, like, uh, 
I think he was NCAA wrestling champion for whatever it was okay, in the yeah. States, right? He's a really good high-level wrestler, and he has a throw he does. You gotta watch Corey do it, but basically, it looks like a hip toss the way he does it, but he lands and Corey just manhandled this guy. And this guy was like, you could tell he was like forward pressure, like wrestling. That was yeah. his style, and Corey just beat him at his own game. Corey's strong, man. And I was like, yo, yeah, dude. So like, I was like, we were rolling yesterday, and I was like, I was like, dude, you just worked out and like. You put me to the ground? Come on. Guy's a workhorse, man. Dude, it's insane. That's why like I love him being one of my main like people I train with. Like if he's at training, I'm like, yo. We're going to SDF. Yeah, I know you guys I mean I don't really know much about Jitsu, but when I watch you guys, like yeah. it's just good flow to it. And I think that's uh that being said with with Corey, like in his performance, yeah. um he's strong man, but he's he's, so he's been lifting like with inspired consistently for like, you know, over two yeah. to three years now. Right? Too. And that's and that's what I try to like justify to you guys, like um, like put it this way, like Mitch and I had this conversation not too long ago, right? So like, mm-hmm. if you're in a match, right, <laughs> and you got a guy, whatever, you compete at what, 165? Yeah, 165, 170. 165, 170, right? So you have a guy um, that, you're, that you're fighting against that's 165, 170. If you're stronger and you're able to lift, like obviously, like say you're picking him up, right? Like if you're able to um, translate, like if you're able to essentially pick him up without um, exerting as much yep. energy, you're going to be a lot more efficient in that match, and that's where like strength training comes into play, right? Like if you're, if we just look at like a back squat, for example, and you can squat, you know, say your your one rep max is only like 225, right? Yeah. And then you got a guy who you're fighting against, but he his back squat's like 350. He can do 225 for like 15, yeah. 20 repetitions, whatever it may be. He's gonna, it's gonna take a lot less energy for him to exert, to get you up as yeah. close as it would for you to, to get him up, right? So that's where strength training comes into play, man. Like you're gonna be a lot more efficient in your sport because the demand on your body is gonna be a lot less, right? right. So I think uh, that's where Corey has an edge a lot of guys. Obviously like 100%. He, uh, he's a big 170, but he's um, he's strong, man. So it's not he's efficient on the mats. He's yeah. not able, he's not burning out right away because for him, he's not having to exert as much energy, right? right. So I like that. <laughs> To training with Corey, his mentality towards the drilling as well is also what I appreciate mm-hmm. with him specifically is he's fluid with it where a lot of people be like, ah, and then like they'll torque a lot. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, all right, uh, grip here. Some people be like, and like start, and I'm like, settle down. Yeah. I don't want to have to be like, yo, calm down. Yeah. Like I know what you're going through, but chill. I don't, yeah. it's kind of, cause then if people are jolty, it means they're not as experienced, if they're not as experienced, they're not as confident. Like they're they're, playing, they're yeah, exactly. Ready. And if they're not as confident, they're like, I need to roll, like, we're rolling, right? And I'm like, all right, I'm, I don't, or you, I, you have me in a like arm bar, for example, and you're not sure on the exact minutia that is required to close the, the arm bar properly right. so that you don't need much reef on the arm. But okay. instead, because you're not aware of the details, you just, I'm gonna work this guy's, and then it's like, hey dude, we're friends, we're training, and now I'm out for a week, yeah. because you don't know what you're doing, yeah. right? Where it's like, okay, pinch the legs, you know, kick the foot back, like try to open up their head, like stay close, don't be far, don't just rip it, you want it close, whatever. Corey has a couple cool details he does with it as well, but for sure, yeah, that's one that, that confidence for it is why I like training with him specifically, yeah. so. But, I'm about to get on the mats, so I keep saying I'm going dude, to, but. So your stomach's doing better though, right? Eh? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh. Chicken broth? I've been doing the bone broth a little bit. Bone yeah, broth, that's what it is. Yeah, Mitch actually uh, recommended that. Um, yeah, man, it's it's tough. I, uh, like I was telling you before, like I got that, uh, that parasite like over a year and a half ago. And, uh, at first, man, I didn't, uh, like I was experiencing all, all these symptoms and I kind of just was, you know, like pushing it aside and I was just like, whatever, man, like just kind of right. trying to be like whatever tough about it and stuff. But I really was starting to notice that it was, uh, it was impacting my health quite a bit. Um, and then I think, uh, when I went over to, uh, to Ireland for school, it was getting like probably worse. And a lot of my friends were noticing, like I lost, I dropped like 30 pounds in like four months. Dude. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck's going on, man? Like, something's, something's not right. And I could feel it, man. I was, like, lethargic all the time. And I was like, uh, so when I came back to Canada, I was like, man, I got to get this shit figured out. Yeah. So I went in, did a bunch of tests, and they're like, uh, yeah, this uh, bacterial infection, and it causes stomach ulcers. 
So I was like, fuck, man. But I, uh, I was just trying to stay optimistic about it and kind of, right. you know, I, I'm so bad, man. I'll fucking, if I have something, I'm going to research the shit out of it. So literally every day I was like looking up what it could be, like how I'm going to, how am I going to bounce back from this as soon as possible? Right? Dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous, dude. Yeah, man, you can't just fucking Google everything, right? Especially um, when you have it, too. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, yeah, man, so I kind of... Um, it was really unfortunate because I was I was projecting this image of trying to, like, being a strength and conditioning tro- or coach, promote, or promoting health, promoting strength, and meanwhile, my my health was... Deteriorating. Deteriorating. Sure. It was terrible, man. Like, And a lot of clients were starting to notice, they're like, man, like... I had a couple clients like, man, you started to look skinny, and I'm like, that's the worst thing you want to hear. Yeah, I was like, thanks, man. Like, and but I was still, I was still trying to stay consistent in the gym because I knew that if I stopped, just mentally, it was gonna, it was gonna fuck with me, right? You need that confidence in your brain. Exactly, and I knew that there would be a time where I'm gonna get better. So I was like, I just gotta keep those habits because as soon as I, if I lose them, and I'm, you know, I stop working out, I stop doing the things that bring me joy, it's just gonna go downhill from there. Um, And smart it's yeah to approach it though yeah exactly and i think uh like when we you and i talked about the other day just just being grateful man for, yeah. for your health and i was i was really happy when you made that post because it, i never not that i took my health for granted mm. but growing up i was such a healthy person and i was so athletic and just loved life man and mm. then that that year and a half where my health was at its worst i was mm. like fuck man it, it like it gets depressing right um and i think um yeah, just being grateful and realizing that there's so much that I am thankful for now. And I, I still have days where I feel like absolute shit, but I yeah. try not to portray that in the gym. I try to bring as much energy. And I, like you said, yeah, like, I, I, was, I was happy you said that I was like consistent all the time. Because yeah. I was like, man, fuck yeah, some like, days. Don't man. feel consistent all the time. Some days I feel yeah. like garbage, man. That's good, though. And I think... It's, uh, it's not noticeable when you're trying to keep that energy. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think uh, just... Um, yeah, just being grateful for what we had, and then when you made that post, it made me really appreciate that. Like, obviously, some days are going to be, yeah. you know, good, and some days are going to be bad. But I think like the fact that I'm still able to go in the gym, I'm still able to do mm-hmm. what I want to do. I can still hang out with my friends. There's so many things that uh, I took for granted before, and yeah. I think you know, once hopefully when I am, you know, like fully recovered or whatever, maybe mm-hmm. like I uh, I'm gonna look back on this that point in my life and realize that you know. I made something for it, I didn't let it get the best of me. Because yeah. there were times where I was like, man, I don't know if I can keep fucking going on like this, man. Like, this, this is awful, Yeah. Like, just looking at myself in the mirror, like, losing all this weight and, like, people commenting, like, man, you look sick. Yeah, it's like, not the most... Like, uh, people noticing. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. It's not the most, uh, like, something nice to say you want to hear, right? No. But it's, uh, it made me realize that, like, now that I am starting to feel better and just be grateful what I do have yeah. and... Um, be grateful that I'm able to do something that I want to do and kind of just, um, yeah, even just inspire you guys, right? <laughs> you know it what I mean? But like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you made that, that post and it was like, uh, you know, just being grateful. You said you're grateful for all the people yeah. you bring on the podcast. 100%. And I think uh, we don't do that enough. I really think that like, you know, especially at this point in our lives, like being in our, in our you know, early, mid-20s, like yeah. things are coming by fast and we just got to sit back and yeah. be thankful for what we do have. Right. And, be thankful that you're healthy, like yeah. thankful that I'm, that I'm healthy now. So it's, and uh, yeah, exactly. right. just be grateful. Yeah, so. like you said, like we do take our health for like, granted for sure. Yep. I think a lot of the, I think a lot of that boils down to just, and uh, yesterday I were talking at a tournament, there's like a lot of like out of shape young kids. Yep. Like big, and I was like, we were chatting, you know, it was just observation that you made. It's like, well, what do you like, observe who the parents are. Yep. So I'm like looking, I'm like, you know, you can, you can yeah, tell, right? You yeah. can tell, and that's why it's tricky. Where, like, you have people, and you have to look at their, like, who their parents are, what their habits are, right. and you can see that, at, especially at a younger age. Like yeah. now, we're kind of like breaking free as much as yeah. you know, they'll try to like they give their opinions, yeah. and, you know, whatnot. But um, yeah, I think a lot of that boils down to just where you come from, and if you're able to take if you're able to show gratitude to what you do have now, like I appreciate that my parents were athletic or that they were able to be in a position to support me to do all those sports, to find which one I enjoyed. And now I'm able to be like, all right, I'm in a good space, Mm -hmm. I'm healthy, I don't need to lose weight to perform at a level I want. I can now focus on like increasing my strength, increasing my like efficiency, my motivation and just, keep growing. I don't have to work to get to a level 
it's and sometimes I'll think and be like, oh yeah, like, let's go, I got sick rules, like you see this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, call your friends, call your moms. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. But less of that, it's more you get to appreciate your health and stuff. Cause, mm-hmm. And I was thinking, and why I did that post on top of with, and I'm glad you appreciate it as well, um, but it was as much of an appreciation for everyone to your health point. I was reading a lot of like, like there's a me to weep like journal that I got when I did my trip to South America two years ago. Mm-hmm. It was two years ago, last last May. Okay. And um, it was, I was reading into it, and then <laughs> there's like a list of like a hundred things to like practice. Be or one of them, the first thing was practice being grateful. It was like a hundred things to spark change. Right. And number one was practice being grateful. So I read that. And I was like, how do you practice being grateful? Like you just say, oh, I'm grateful. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, but show gratitude towards. Yeah, exactly. And you kind of, and it's just about making people aware that they, sh- like, that this is a best practice to do and this be- best practice to have. And thinking back to that trip, there are a lot of like, example. If I get, I've had ringworm like three times. Okay. I get a um, no twice. Once on my hand and once on my like, um, fucking like on my shin, like okay. right below my calf muscle, mm-hmm. and. I get, I go in, I get Lamisil, mm-hmm. rub it on, it's gone after three days. Okay. But thinking back to that trip when I was in South America, the amount of people who had ringworm yeah. and weren't able to do anything about it, they had like six different places, dude. Yeah. It's like it's 38 degrees yeah. in the rainforest. It's humid, yeah. like they're getting that. They have that. We train in that environment to an extent. Mm-hmm. We train in that environment and a lot of those people, they just live and exist in that environment yeah. and they aren't able to have access to that kind of healthcare that we're able to have access to and we take that for granted a lot yeah, absolutely man. so just being appreciative of your health like you said I'm like works yeah man like i uh like asked me that two years ago are we, are we okay yeah okay yeah. um you know asked me that like two three years ago or even just coming out of high school man like uh like i said i took it for granted and i think it, it it's unfortunate that you a lot of the time where you have to go through something um like whatever it may be like yeah in order to in order to be grateful for what you did have right and i think uh um i'll say for myself i'm gonna try to practice that more where not necessarily having to go through whatever it may be in my life but be just show the people i love and show you know be grateful for what i do have without having to experience something negative right right like i would have never thought um i always like when i started working out it was uh, for a confidence thing, I wanted to mm-hmm. look good and feel good about myself. Now it's like I'm more prioritized. I'm just trying to feel good and mm-hmm. be happy and perform well. And it's I mean I give a shit what I look like. You yeah, know, yeah. obviously that that comes with with uh, with strength training, resistance training. But I think uh, you know just for me, I'm I'm focused on feeling better. Right. And absolutely. I think uh, a lot of the clients inspired like yourself too. Mm-hmm. Like obviously you're an athlete, so it's different. Like yeah. you have a performance base, but I think uh, just trying to just feel better and like going back to the quality of life stuff. Um, that's why I do it. So, right. yeah. so what do you think are some misconceptions people would have with strength and conditioning? Mm-hmm. Just, just from right off the top looking going, oh, strength and conditioning, or when they hear what your profession is, yep. what do you think some misconceptions are? Yeah, awesome, man. Um, so there's a, there's a huge difference between, I think, like a, a personal trainer and a, and a strength and conditioning coach. Um, and I think a lot of people uh, don't really understand that. That's totally fine because it's it is such a new thing. Um, even like a few years back, like I knew that there was like, like you know, uh, a team would have like you know NFL or whatever they would have their head coach and um, that asked me that like you know five years ago and like I didn't yeah. realize how big the strength conditioning coach played a role in something right. And a lot of misconceptions with training men like and this is one thing I really try to um, explain to a lot of the clients is that my job isn't to just run you in the ground. Right. Like there's a difference between a good workout and a hard workout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I I had I was really talking to a client about it the other day and uh, he goes, Man, like I feel like I could do more. And I was like, Man, you've been in the gym with me for a month. I was like, Man, you're like you're jacked up. There's a lot of areas that we have to work on, like mobility wise, stability wise, like you're you're not moving efficiently yet. Yeah. I was like, the time will come, man. Um, but just be patient, like I'm building you up. It's not like I'm just trying to slow you off, start you off slow just because, right? There's a process to it. Yeah. And I think, um, just going back, like, it's great to have someone there, you know, like yelling in your face, like Corey made one of our young clients, he's like 15 minutes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he told me he was so proud. Dude, dude, I was, yeah. I was like, 
All right. Yeah, the kid did a PR on the roller, which is great, yeah. but he's fucking throwing up outside <laughs> the whole day. time. And uh, came in, I was like, is he okay? Yeah, there's a time and place for it. Yeah. Um, but with strength and conditioning, like, it's a science, man. And there's, um, like, for example, like, if you were to come in, we use a system called HRV, so it's heart rate variability, okay? okay? So there's some sessions when you come in, it's like, fuck, man, I'm really tired, man. Like, I don't I don't feel like I can perform optimally. I can't get my best, my best uh, yeah. performance today, right? Um, we look at something like HRV. So your heartbeat, for example, like obviously, you know, like heart rate, right? Yeah. There's a heart rate variability. So the amount of time between those beats, yeah. okay? And it's, believe it or not, it's not the same. So it doesn't mean like your heart beats one second and then the next beat's gonna um, beat in a second. It might beat in 0.8 seconds and then 0.6 seconds. Right. It varies, right? Now, when we look at HRV, you can look at it if you have a bigger discrepancy between those heartbeats, so you have a greater variability, that means that your body's able to handle stress at the moment and you're adapting to stress, you're right. adapting to resistance training. But if I'm fucking just killing you for two weeks in the gym, just fucking making you go to failure on everything, there's no structure to the workout, I'm just getting you, getting a good sweat, your heart rate's up, you're gonna fucking burn out, man. Yeah. And you're gonna come in those right. sessions, your body's not gonna be able to perform optimally that day. Mm -hmm. Your variability between your heartbeats is gonna be very small. and we can look at that like that's what I think like people don't understand when a personal trainer like my job is to make sure that you get better over time I'm not just fucking just drilling you into the ground right so when we look at things like HRV that can tell me it's like all right Glenn's uh he's recovering from his last session he's good to go um all we do is like you can you just put a heart rate monitor on mm -hmm. um and then there's we have different apps that you can use but it can tell us the variability between those heartbeats nice. and he's like he's good he's in the green today he's good to train Whereas like a day really you come in, it's like, man, I'm really tired. Your body's going to tell you that. Right. The variability between your heartbeats is going to be uh, very small or it's going to be mm -hmm. frequent. Okay. So that's when you, that would be a session where we pull back. Right. Right. And just going back, sorry, I keep branching, man, but like, no, go for it. With uh, people's misconceptions about strength conditioning, <laughs> like my job isn't to just make you go as hard as you can like there's structure behind it like yeah. mitch when you when you developed inspired was to build a community and develop long-term clients right because i guarantee this like you and i keep going for a year yeah. or two years man you're gonna be fucking unreal on the mats mm -hmm. you're just gonna be strong you're gonna be fast you're gonna be yeah. explosive and i think like corey for example i have him doing a which is called a French contrast. So yeah. we do like a strength lift followed by an explosive movement. Yeah. And dude, is he an explosive now, eh? Yeah, yeah, he's doing like a power phase right now. And he's like, dude, I, I'm noticing on the mats like crazy. Yeah. It's like, I'm so fast off that whatever you guys off your back or whatever. Yeah. And we get, man, like that's where programming comes into play. It's not mm -hmm. like we're just gonna fucking, okay, we're gonna do an eight by 12 on bench press and this is gonna help your fucking, yeah. or whatever, like three sets of eight to 12 on bench press and that's gonna help you in jiu-jitsu, man. It's like people uh, have that, misconception that like working out is just going in and getting a pump and it's like man there's so many different realms like you and i right have been working yeah. out for what three four months together maybe a little bit longer no? yeah i'd say, I'd say four yeah well, it's been a good run <laughs> yeah, nice. the thing is that to your point i've noticed a difference already yep and so like you said one two years down the road it's Dude, i'm excited man yeah it's, so am i it's fucking it's like it's cool man and it's watch out <laughs> go for that blue belt yeah. too right let's go <laughs> one day um but yeah, man, so like, um, like just going back to it, there's a science yeah. to strength and conditioning and um, that's where culture really comes into play and setting up your programming. Like Troy's great for that. I've learned a lot about programming yeah. from him and uh, Mitch as well. And and I think people have that misconception of training and like sometimes clients are looking at me like, why am I doing this? You know what I mean? And I'm like, mm -hmm. there's a purpose. I, I'm not just throwing shit together. Right. Right? Like, um, Ludi, your weekly structure of your workouts is based off the amount of volume we're going to do and if you're able to recover for that next session. There's a lot of work that goes into the programming yeah. aspect and a lot of people don't understand that, which is totally fine because that's our job and you right. just, your job is to show up and execute, right. do what we tell you to do and you're going to see results. Um, but as far as you're looking at it, for if you just want someone to yell in your face to you know and push you until you can't yeah. no more until so you go join the military join the fucking military or something you know what i mean yeah. like um there's a time and place and i think there's some days where i'm going to be very like i'm going to pull back just the intensity and then there's days where it's like okay glenn we really got to fucking push it man because yeah. we're in our we're beginning our, our six week block and if we want this block to go right like if we're because we're getting a little bit more into power yeah a power block now like i got you doing a little bit of uh french contrast stuff yeah. You're gonna, we really gotta put in the work now because 
six weeks from now, man, when we do that deload, when I peak you to whatever competition, you're gonna notice a huge fucking difference, yeah. man. And uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna be fun, man. Fucking ant. But uh, yeah, so just going back, like this exception, I think people like with strength and conditioning is such a new thing that people mm -hmm. don't understand exactly what we do, and that's fine right. because see what affiliated with. Personal training. Personal training, yeah. And nothing against personal training, man. I think there's some good personal trainers. Like, if you just want to lose weight and your goal is aesthetics, man, like, sure, like, you know, go in and you, yeah, do whatever, work with whatever. But if you want, like, you want to get better at your sport, if you want to perform better, you want to move better, like, one thing we focus on inspired a lot, I, I, uh, a lot of, the, there's, there's some clients that when you, when you're working out, like, a lot of people are jacked up, man. Like, like, Mitch is huge yeah. on, like, uh, just focusing on like mobility and making sure that you move efficiently right before yep. we get you. And we always do a, like, yeah. a functional movement uh, test, like right beforehand. Yeah, yeah we're going. Um, just seeing how you move first, because we got to look at it from this aspect. So we first we focus on mobility, then we focus on stability, and then motor control. Okay. So the joint's able to move in this in the proper mm -hmm. range of motion. We we work on having it stable, and then we can work on like your your kinesthetic awareness, right. how your body moves right. Um, but yeah, like with strength and conditioning, just know that it's, it's a lot more than me just yelling in your face. Like, yeah. all right, let's go, buddy. We're going to do like, 10 reps, you know? Nice. I'm there to motivate you. Yeah. And I hope, you, I hope you guys are motivated yeah. and we are working out, but there's there's so much work that goes into the programming uh, in order for you to execute and just mm -hmm. be better, whatever sport it is. Right. So. And I think I have a trust in you guys, mm -hmm. and I like the fact that I'm able to show up and it's all done for me. Yeah. That's yeah. what, like, that's what you pay for. Yep. But then you also pay for that. I like that part of as I'm working out, I know I'm always like, fuck, Pat might be watching. Well, I see you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can't slack off. Can't slack off. Yeah. Man. Like, because I'm wait. I used to be like, oh, you can slack it by yourself. But it's like, you'll be like, let's go, man. You go for another one. Like, so, yeah. like, yo, you got bear calls next. I'm like, you sure? <laughs> you sure? Yeah. You're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Let's go. Whatever you say, boss. <laughs> so yeah, and that's where I think, uh, like I said, motivation. I'm yeah. there to motivate you to do it, because I think a lot of people come in, man. Like I got some guys, like, like we start training at five thirty in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get a lot of clients coming in before work, and uh, no one wants to fucking work out at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> but me just like being on your ass, like, no, man, we're gonna yeah. do this. Like you have this is this is what I laid out for you. It's structured that right. it's progressive throughout the weeks. We have to hit these certain numbers. Um, yeah, we're gonna perform, and like, no one wants to be doing that at six in the morning. But if you got someone keeping you accountable for it, yeah, then you're gonna do it. And I think that's why a lot of people come to us because they realize that it's just an accountability thing. Right now, you're not just accountable to yourself; you're accountable to your training. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And that's a, another thing that's enjoyable. I'm like, fuck, I can't be late. I can't be late. I can't be late. I can't be late. Yeah. And then you show up. You're there. You do your thing, and then I like the humor aspect. I like, just, like nah, like. You sure? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, this much weight? Yeah, yeah. It's like five or like 15 or 50? 50. 50. No, 15? 50, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where you been? Where you going? Is your life really golden? Tell Glenn where you been at. It's the Life After High School podcast.